Have you finished your personal statement yet? Now's the perfect time to get it professionally reviewed by a medical school HQ expert advisor. We have former directors of admissions, admissions officers, and the like on our small team of amazing people. They have the inside knowledge from reading thousands and thousands and thousands, tens, if not 100,000 personal statements going through the process and setting up the process for their whole committee. They know exactly what medical schools look for and the common red flags that can get your entire application thrown out. Take advantage of our flash sale right now, going through May 6th, up to 6,000 characters reviewed for just $150. That's a $75 discount on our regular price. Go to editmyps.com. Again, that's editmyps.com. The Medical School Headquarters Podcast, session number 162. Hello and welcome to the Medical School Headquarters Podcast, where we believe that collaboration, not competition, is key to your pre-med success. I'm your host, Dr. Ryan Gray, and in this podcast, we share with you stories, encouragement, and information that you need to know to help guide you on your path to becoming a physician. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while and you want more great information in the form of a podcast, go check out mededmedia.com. Again, meded, M-E-D-E-D, media.com. That's going to be our kind of landing page for what's to come in the future here at the medical school headquarters. Now, you'll see a new podcast that's listed there the Old Pre-Meds podcast, and it's a collaboration with the oldpremeds.org website, which is now part of the medical school headquarters. It's uh, an awesome collaboration that we'll be launching uh, soon. We'll be launching in the new year. So stay tuned for that. Again, mededmedia.com. Now this podcast, session 162, is going to be a year-end review the the year 2015 is wrapping up, and I wanted to go back and look at some of the best episodes from 2015 and recap them and, and just take a, another look at them. I did this by going into the, the service that I use to host the podcast actually gives me the stats and tells me how many times each show has been downloaded. So I sorted by all the shows that came out in 2015, and I picked the top um, seven shows to to talk about here today and highlight. And if you haven't listened to them, then uh, I would hope you go back and listen to them because apparently they were they were good shows because they were downloaded the most, or at least the the top seven were downloaded the most uh, in 2015. So I'm going to recap those. It's been a great year. We're we're over three years now here at the medical school headquarters podcasting. We'll start the new year with session 163 with more great things to come. Another quick announcement before I jump into the show. If you go to medicalschoolhq.net slash contribute, I am going to start taking contributions for articles for both the Medical School Headquarters website where it's general pre-med information and for the oldpremeds.org uh, website, which has historically been a form only, but that will be transitioning into more of a standard blog with articles and, and content beyond just the form. And that obviously is for 
non-traditional pre-med students and non-traditional medical students. So if you have an article in you that you want to write, and I know we all have lots of stuff that we want to say, I'm going to give you the outlet now to have something posted at the medical school headquarters website or, again, at, at the old premeds org website. And if you go to medicalschoolhq.net slash contribute, there'll be a way to kind of sign up to to get on that that list to contribute. So medicalschoolhq.net slash contribute. So obviously every when we release a, a podcast episode every week over the course of a year, there's going to be fifty-two episodes that we release. And Going and figuring out the top seven was not the hardest thing in the world to do, but it, it it's interesting to see what has stuck with people and what has interested people to to listen to. And so the first one that we're going to talk about was downloaded almost 6,000 times this year, and that is session 121 where we talk about seven reasons pre-meds don't get into medical school. It's an interesting topic because not getting into medical school is a common thing, right? It's, it happens more than people who don't get into medical school. The, the rejection rate is greater than the acceptance rate. And students that are rejected always ask those questions, like, what happened? What did I do wrong? And, and we broke that down in session 121, and here's a, a clip of it. As a pre-med student, you are typically one of the brightest kids that went through high school, and you've, you've done pretty well in college. A lot of non-traditional students uh, are listening, thinking, oh, that wasn't me. I struggled a ton, and that's, and that's true, too. But at some point, you figure it out, and, and, and you start doing well. But the MCAT... As, as a pre-med student, you fail to see and you overlook how the MCAT is different than anything else you've ever done. And so you approach it the same way as you approach your classes. And uh, that just doesn't work. So obviously a, a poor MCAT score is one of the things that we talked about in that episode Having a poor GPA is another thing that could set you apart. Applying late uh, is obviously a, a, an inexcusable reason. And there, there's a few more that we talk about. If you go and check out medicalschoolhq.net slash 121 for session 121, you can hear that episode and and listen and, and read about the other seven reasons that we talked about there. The next most popular episode of the year was session 127 with a little over 5,300 downloads. And in session 127, we talk about the medical school uh, application, the personal statement. Now, this is an interesting one because this was uh, a webinar that was recorded for the Academy. And so there's there's a little bit more noise than a normal podcast because I think Allison was was upstairs on her laptop with with not our normal podcasting microphone, and so bear with me. I, th- I think you can hear the baby kind of whining a little bit in the background. But uh, one twenty seven was a, a good episode. Medicalschoolhq.net slash one two seven, 
And we talk about kind of the, the A to Z uh, of the personal statements. Here's a little clip of that. What's a good start? <laughs> where, like you have all this collection of experiences, but what, where do you start from? You don't start from anywhere. And I think that was our, our kind of right drunk edit sober. What we are hoping to get across is that you just, just get everything out on paper. And then once you have it out on paper, then we can start molding it and we can move paragraph three up to paragraph one and paragraph one down to paragraph five and move sentences around and words around and, and stories around. So there, there really is no, at this point for draft number one, there is no starting point. Just get it out of your head. All right, so 127 was a webinar recording, as I said earlier, about the personal statement. And we actually did, or I actually did a podcast episode two weeks ago, actually last week, about the the personal statement as well. So if you want to go back and listen to that, uh, medicalschoolhq.net slash 161 for the, the most recent one, or 127 for that webinar recording. And remember, if, if you need help with your personal statement, go to medicalschoolhq.net slash personal statement, and uh, hopefully there's there's an opportunity for you to submit your, your personal statement to me for review. So the in that 127, session 127, we talk about, uh, as I said earlier, kind of the A to Z, uh, who the, the statement's for, how long it needs to be, how you should start, when you should start, how many drafts, what you should be writing, what's what's the goal of the personal statement. So hopefully that podcast episode, again, 127, will help you as you are preparing for your personal statement moving forward. The next most popular one, a third place finisher uh, with just uh, over 5,100 votes was session 116. And in session 116, it was an interview with the awesome Thomas Frank from collegeinfogeek.com. And he had just come out with a book. And I got him on to talk about it. And it was the, the 10 steps to earning awesome grades while studying last. So we cover those 10 steps kind of in a, a bullet point format, kind of hitting it hitting all the topics in the book as fast as possible to get you the best information. And it was a great interview with tons of great stuff, and it was obviously something that you enjoyed listening to because it was listened to a lot during the year. So here's a clip of that one. I think mindfulness and being present kind of play into this. Mm-hmm. is the fear of missing out, this whole FOMO stuff. FOMO, And yes. <laughs> having, having your phone out and having your computer out and being on Twitter and Facebook and... Instagram and and everywhere else to be able to stay connected to the outside world while you're supposedly in class learning. Yeah. So I I think that's one aspect of being present and sitting up front. It'd be hard to do that if you're sitting up front and the teacher's right there. Again, Thomas Frank from College Info Geek. That was session 116, which you can listen to at medicalschoolhq.net slash one one. Six, a great interview. Go check it out. The next most popular one in fourth place was session, what was it? Session 120. 
And session 120 was an interview with a student who who is a non-traditional student who now has an acceptance to medical school, but didn't really start off that way. A very non-traditional path, talking about some some trials and tribulations along the way. This was Ben sharing his story. It, you're in biology class and you're 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 liking these subjects that it's talking about. What made you think about medicine? What what about nursing or being a biology teacher or all these other things that taking a biology course could lead to? What there had to be something else there that led you to medicine. Well, as I'm taking these classes, you know, I'm starting to think, you know, maybe I should think about a career at this point, something after college, something that I could actually do. Um, and then, you know, I was always an athlete growing up and I was injured all the time. So I was pretty familiar with, you know, the orthopedic side of things as I was always seeing those types of doctors. And it was, I thought back to it and it was pretty intriguing, that surgery aspect and, uh, healing injuries and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I never thought about being a teacher. I was never passionate about that. And being a nurse really never entered my mind either. It was just, um, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Is that, that's really what my mind went to is, you know, what about being a physician? I think this, this might be pretty interesting. And as I shadowed, you know, I always knew I liked orthopedics and it kind of confirmed that I really liked it once I actually saw it from the inside. Now, again, that was session 120 with Ben, medicalschoolhq.net slash 120. During our discussion, we talk about Ben and his post back program. And one of the interesting things that came out of this discussion was Ben kind of reiterated my philosophy of collaboration versus competition. And he talked about getting more courage and inspiration to study more by surrounding yourself with great people. So that was a great listen. Obviously, people like that one a lot. Medicalschoolhq.net slash 120. The title of that one is How This Non-Trad Beat a Bad MCAT Score and a Low GPA. The next one of session 123, and this was a huge one that people loved because it was Matt who shared his story of having 12 withdrawals on his transcripts and five Fs on his transcript. And he talks about how those Fs were basically not withdrawing soon enough. And he got into medical school and he talks about that journey. Again, session 123 of the medical school headquarters podcast. I'm sure this is a relatively common thing with many pre-med people, but you know, you grow up through high school and you're kind of like, not to sound arrogant, but like you're kind of good at everything you do. So like, you know, I was on the basketball team. I was in the band. I was valedictorian, et cetera, all of those things. And (laughs) not every pre-med student is as, awesome as that well i went to a small private school so it was a little easier to do those so (laughs) you were number one out of one okay 25 but (laughs) (laughs) but then i got to college and i was like okay i'm gonna do engineering because i love science and i'm good at it and i love math and it really was aimless at points i had engineering math music i considered music education I just, I didn't know what I wanted to do. But the only thing that I felt passionate about during those years was music. I was playing in like five different bands and I just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And it was the first thing that I felt true passion for. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. 
And so I switched to a full-blown music major. But what I really wanted to do, come to find out, was just to play in bands. <laughs> and you, you wanted to be just a rock and roll star. Exactly. Right. I mean, come on, so, the rock star is appealing. You sent me your application, uh-huh. and I've seen your transcript. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's not pretty. No, I think I got like nine W's on there and three F's, which honestly were, that was a case of not withdrawing in time. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I mean, my transcript is ugly. I left college with 92 hours and a 2.8. Yeah, so not pretty and not obviously prime numbers to be accepted to medical school. So once you, you, you went on your Navy journey, you did the band thing for a while, and then you realized that you wanted to go and be a physician, how did you start to gather this information to overcome all of these withdrawals and the Fs, or did you think that you had no chance? All right. Again, that was session 123 with Matt sharing his story here, how he started that journey of of trying to overcome all of that stuff. Great story, very inspirational. Lots of students loved that one. Again, medicalschoolhq.net slash one, two, three. Now there's a trend here in some of these popular topics and popular uh, podcast episodes over the year. Uh, obviously, we, we've already had a, a discussion about applications, about rejection, about personal statements. So people love, students love, you love the kind of nuts and bolts stuff, but you also love the stories of people that are overcoming their trials and tribulations. The next one is another nuts and bolts one, session 128. And that one was downloaded almost 5,000 times. And This one talks about the nine tips to successfully submit your med school applications. And now there are many moving parts to a successful application. And so we talk about all of them, again, in session 128 of the medical school headquarters. You can find it at medicalschoolhq.net slash 128. First and foremost, the biggest tip that... I give to everybody, and one of the first questions I ask a student who did not get into medical school their first time applying is, when did you submit your application? Yeah. It's huge. It will make or break you. And it's the one thing that at the end of the day when you go to submit is in your control, right? It is completely in your control. I mean, that's not entirely true it's because like the personal statement's also in your control, but it is something which is absolutely completely in your control. Yeah. So submitting your application early, on time, and on time doesn't mean before the deadline. All right. Hopefully, I've drilled it into your head by now. If not by now, I'm sure I'll mention it many other times to come, you need to submit your application early. Early is in June, end of July, at the latest, at the latest, submit that application. Medicalschoolhq.net slash 128 for other, listen to that one for other tips on how to get your application in successfully. 
All right. The next one here is going to be uh, session 137. And 137 is an episode that I did with Brian of Next Step Test Prep. And they're actually the sponsor of the show today, and I'll talk about them in a little bit. But Brian has come on several times now and given us amazing information about the MCAT. And in this episode, we talk about the the new change. So this is one of the huge changes that, that we've seen in 2015 for pre-meds. And that is what, what has happened to the MCAT. The MCAT completely changed in 2015. It's now eight hours long and has new sections and new material. And Brian talks all about that again in session 137, which you can find at medicalschoolhq.net slash 137. One of the other big pieces of feedback, now well-prepped students, good tutors and classes knew this already, but a lot of students seem to be surprised by it about how heavily amino acid chemistry was tested. So when they say that you need to know their, your amino acids, they're not kidding. You got to know the three letter, the one letter abbreviations. You got to know the side chains. With Again, with my own tutoring students, I will tell them, okay, you have 15 minutes, draw all 20 amino acids by hand. Show me that you know them all perfectly. I don't know all my amino acids perfectly, so I would disappoint you, Brian. But that was Brian. Again, next step test prep. That was session 137. A great primer if you're getting ready to take the MCAT in the near future uh, about some of the changes and what to expect uh, as of now with the new MCAT. Again, because it's new, things are in flux. Things may change. Stay on the lookout for any updates that we might have on this podcast but let me talk about Next Step Test Prep real quick real quick, because they are the sponsor of today's show. I want to thank them for sponsoring today's podcast. Next Step Test Prep, if you aren't aware, is a one-on-one tutoring service for the MCAT. They, they do offer uh, other services as well for other tests, but they focus, their unique thing is one-on-one tutoring unlike some of the other services out there that offer class-based sessions, Next Step Test Prep takes it up a level to one-on-one tutoring. Each student that Next Step Test Prep works with goes through a completely custom program. From start date to MCAT test date, you'll work one-on-one with a veteran MCAT tutor to help you earn your best possible score. Next Step Test Prep works with students who are just starting out on the new MCAT students who have taken a prep course already with very little progress, or even students who have already taken the MCAT and need to raise their score. If you go to medicalschoolhq.net slash next step, you'll be helping the Medical School Headquarters podcast because they'll they'll tell us if they're getting people signing up through the podcast, which helps us, and it'll help them to know that the podcast is helping send people to them, and they'll continue to sponsor our show. So thank you, Next Step Test Prep, for sponsoring the show. Again, medicalschoolhq.net slash next step. As this year comes to a close for the podcast and for the calendar, I, I want to take a second and thank you for listening. Without you, there is no podcast. Uh, without you supporting us with ratings and reviews and through emails thanking us, 
we and I wouldn't have the motivation to continue to podcast. So when you let me know that you're listening and what I'm saying helps you and the guests that I bring on help you, that motivates me to find new guests and discuss new topics and continue to provide you and serve you with the best information possible to help you on your journey to becoming a physician. So I want to take a moment to thank you. Now, I want to thank a couple of people that left us ratings and reviews. If you haven't done that, you can do that at medicalschoolhq.net slash one, two, three. We're well over 300 and I don't even know uh, five-star ratings at this point. It's amazing. But I want to thank Modest KP who says, inspirational podcast. They talk about being 38 next year and cannot believe how much this podcast affects me. So that's awesome. A 38-year-old on their journey, planning on starting a second bachelor's degree in 2016. Wow. Good luck on that, and thank you for the rating and review. Josh Luz says, an absolute game changer. The journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. It's something you'll be reminded of time and time again on this podcast and for a good reason. Thank you for that review, Josh Luz. We have a Burkhart OSU that says, Thank you. Your podcast is full of useful information and makes the pre-med world seem a little more manageable. Again, thank you. And we'll have one more here. It says, my go-to pre-med advisor from non-trad pre-med. And they say, attending a college without a pre-med advisement team can leave you feeling lost. Medical school headquarters is definitely a source I cannot live without. So again, non-trad pre-med, thank you very much for that rating interview. Again, medicalschoolhq.net slash iTunes. And you can take a minute to do that if you want to. I would want you to, in the new year, share this podcast with your friends, with your classmates, with your advisors. I want to see the Medical School Headquarters podcast grow by leaps and bounds in 2016. Now, we get a significantly more, is that word? Significantly more. We get significantly more at downloads than the average podcast out there. I think the average podcast gets like 165 downloads, and and we're in the thousands. And so it's it's awesome that, that you are taking the time to listen to the show, but I want to see it even more. It's not an ego thing. I just want to know that I'm helping as many students as possible. And when the, the data shows that every year there's around 100,000 pre-med students, I'm only scratching the surface of the people that I can reach. So If you have the time, share it with somebody, take their phone, load the podcast app on their phone, load the podcast in their phone, and uh, let them start listening. So thank you for everything that you do to help the Medical School Headquarters podcast grow. I hope you have a wonderful, prosperous new year, and I hope you join us next week here at the Medical School Headquarters.